If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. A good night off for the Chicago Bulls just happened in which the Indiana Pacers and the Atlanta Hawks both lost. We're going to talk about how it's the time for the Bulls to make their move if they're going to make a push for the playoffs right now. We're also going to talk about how the parity in the NBA may be keeping the Chicago Bulls from making a move at the, at the trade deadline. We're going to get into all that, plus the mailbag, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, hey, you can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me on Chicago Bulls Central, and I appreciate you guys for it. I'm the host here, Hayes. Now, with that being said, I want to start this uh, episode off with talking about the Bulls had what could be looked at as a good night off. The Indiana Pacers, who were in the midst of a seven-game losing streak, and the Atlanta Hawks lost last night. And as we talk about this Bulls team, you know, winners of the last two, they're five and five over their last 10. This may be the time, well, not maybe, this is the time for the Bulls to make a move and a push for the playoffs. And by that, I mean this, the Indiana Pacers, without Tyrese Halliburton, we face them uh, next week, and we face the Atlanta Hawks. With wins over both these teams would almost count as double wins for the team, which would push us at least into the eighth seed and quite possibly the seventh seed, depending on what the Knicks do, who've also lost three games in a row. As a matter of fact, the only team with a winning streak right now that is currently in the play-in tournament or slotted for the play-in tournament is the Chicago Bulls. Now, even if you look above them, the team, the Miami Heat, uh, that are in the actual playoffs that would avoid the play-in right now, they're 6-4 and four over their last 10. They lost their most recent game as well. What does that all mean? It, it really doesn't change much in the grand scheme of things. Let me be clear. The Bulls still have to control their own destiny. Almost at this point, yeah, teams winning and losing, it does help the Bulls move up the standings, but the Bulls can control their future by playing better, playing decent, winning the games. Winning the week is something that we've been talking about, kind of the, the model that we've turned this into over the last couple of weeks here but that's really what it what it boils down to for the Bulls it's good that these other teams are losing it's good that these other teams you know maybe especially Indiana Pacers are probably going to slide considerably and then if God forbid either one of these teams decide to move some major pieces and just you know go go a different route yes things could look better for the Chicago Bulls but the thing that I want to see this team do is own their own destiny own their own future we don't even got the lights on what are we doing over here uh but we, we the Bulls need to own their own future by winning games by by the thing that it is in their control is their style of play is their level of play is their level of intensity is their level of focus on the defensive side of the ball those are the things that the bulls need to focus in on so while yes it was good that the bulls have the potential to make some movement after some bad nights for some other teams you can't really bet on that there, there are going to be teams that go on losing streaks winning streaks over the course of the full season the bulls can't really worry about that they have to be in control of their own future. So while, yes, it's nice that the Pacers and the Hawks lost, it's nice that the Bulls can make some considerable movement and, ju and jump over the next week if they were able, if they are able to win the week, as I said, and win three out of the four games this upcoming week. If the Bulls can do that, yeah, things look better for the Bulls, but we need to see that sustained. Really, now until the end of February is going to tell us a story if the Bulls, I've said this, the Bulls lose 
10 to 15 more games over the course of the season, whenever they come, that's it. They're probably not going to make it. So, you know, the Bulls have to just play better. They have to continue playing. We talked yesterday about how the Bulls have been a top 10 offense and defense over the last month. That has to continue for this team if they want to make a true playoff push and pay some more respect to their fans that have been supporting them, which we have a voicemail on a little bit later. Now, one of the things that I also want to talk about before we get into the voicemail and the mailback episodes for today is that the parody around the NBA, this is something I've been talking about a lot. This is kind of the parody season or in the NBA. When we look at everything, the Bulls right now are currently only three games back from the sixth seed, which then would help them avoid the the, the, the playing tournament. But the, as I've, I've talked about this with other teams over in NBA Central, I'm going to bring it here to the Bulls, is I wonder if how close the parody is right now maybe has AK thinking, Maybe we don't need to make a major trade. And while I don't think a major trade is coming, let me be clear here. I am leaning on the side that a major trade is not coming. But I want to talk about how much it could really hurt the Bulls if they look at this and not look at taking advantage of some expiring contracts or whatever else that you that you may have, some trade value of players increasing Kobe. Like, you look at Kobe, Vooch, Javante Green. These are three players that are all going to be in restricted free agency next season. Not necessarily saying that I want to move all or any of them necessarily, but if you're looking in a meaningful way to really increase this team's stock and chance at a a decent run, not just this season, but for the future, and that's the thing that I hope AK and Eversley are not doing on, whereas before, you know, a couple seasons ago, I've always said like, hey, like AK has a plan, he's planning for the future, he's building towards this, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm starting to doubt how much future is AK really looking at? Because as we talked about, one of the things with the future pieces of the team is developing the younger pieces, which we haven't really done a good job at, right? So you're really capping your future there. Really, and when you when you look at Zach Levine getting his max, it was all book written and should happen, all that stuff. But DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, two players over, over 30, right, that are both this one this offseason, one next offseason, are both going to be looking for contract extensions. You have them, and they're fine, especially when Vooch is on, Vooch is great, right? And DeMar, we already know how amazing DeMar DeRozan can be, but when you look at the future and the cap of this team, really the ceiling, I've always said this, this team is at best to me, maybe if everyone's healthy, everyone's rocking and rolling, maybe can get to the second round. Usually, I'd say the ceiling right now is a first-round exit just by the way that they've played over the course of the season, and it's like, I understand that you cracked open that window when you signed them all, when you traded for Vooch, when you brought in Lonzo Ball, but eventually you have to start looking at things of, okay, what really is, even if we, if that's our window to sneak in, how realistic is it? And I love this Bulls team. I love this team. I'm, I, you know, I try to be really realistic and optimistic in how I cover the team, but I also try to be real, right? It's, it's, it's just, you have to be real in what you evaluate with your own team. I love this team. You guys know it. I love the Chicago Bulls. I live and breathe the Chicago Bulls, but at some time, you have to just admit, this team, even as currently constructed, even at their best, probably doesn't make it to an ECF, even if we didn't have the slow start to the season, even if Lonzo Ball was there. Like, and so it really, to me, you know, I, I hope that the parity that, that we're seeing in the NBA this season doesn't have AK thinking that we're closer than what we are realistically to actually winning a title, right? To that. Right now, we're talking about what we need to do to, to get into the playoffs and, 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 and sneak past the play-in. That's not a team that has a championship ceiling. And it pains me to say, I hate to say that, but to admit it, like this team as presently constructed does not have a championship ceiling. So when you look at like maneuvering and the assets that we have, and I think some people have some misgivings about what we have, the Bulls can have $15 million in cap space this season. The Bulls have five out of their next seven first round picks. The Bulls 
somebody educated me in, in the comments. The Bulls actually could have a second round pick from Denver this upcoming season, but then they'd have to forfeit it. So again, that may be another trade asset that you want to send off to another team because, hey, you know, we may not even get that. Let's let's get something back for it now. So it's, something needs to be done. And even if you believe that this starting five is it, if AK believes that he looks at this starting five with Lonzo Ball and says, this is the starting five I want to hitch my wagon to for the next two to three years. This is what I want to bet on. You have to drastically improve the bench. You have to add more balance to the team. You, you have to do those type of things. So I really do hope that the, the, the vision of parity, right, the illusion of parity right now in the NBA by records doesn't make you think that you are that you are that that close to being a championship level team. While there are parity via records in the NBA right now, there are only a handful of teams that you look at as being true championship contenders. And so to crack into that next, that upper echelon of not just being a team that hopes to be able to sneak past the play-in and get into the playoffs, you have to like that that window. It's 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 some things around there with the Chicago Bulls. And I love this team. And I and I know like Patrick Williams, Iowa developing could, could literally change the whole conversation of this. Dalen Terry being what we think he could turn into and, and developing how quick he does develop can, can literally change that. One move, the Bulls maybe not even moving one of the big three, maybe combining some contracts to get a player that just seamlessly fits in and just increases that team's stock could drastically affect how we look at this team. But you you have to realize that, listen, if you're going to bet on the development, if you're not, if you're going to say we don't want to give up draft picks we don't want to give up players we don't want to do any give up our young players because we want to bet on the on the on the development of these young players you have to put those young players in a better situation to actually develop and that is one of the biggest things that worries me with this team is the lack of development that we're seeing right now that this team has so that's kind of my thoughts on everything you guys can let me know what you guys think on everything down below let's get into the voicemails for today this first one this one's from brian washington congratulations on everything 10,000 fans. This is your boy Brian Washington. I'm always commenting when I can and posting, you know. But um, I was uh, reading your, uh, looking at your video, and one of your topics was the Bulls' development problem. I've always thought the Bulls had a development problem because a lot of our players are going went on to other teams to play better in their system. I don't know what's with the Bulls' system, like like for instance, Simonovic. He's been over there for three years playing in the G League. I don't think he's ever going to develop, especially if you don't give him a chance and throw him out there. No matter what he's not doing in practice, no matter what he's not doing in the G League, he's not going to be able to play in this league. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Against real NBA players, if he's going to continue to play against rookies, he's playing against rookies. For three years, he's not going to develop like that. You have to throw him out there. Let those big NBA guys bully him around, throw him around, you know, bump him around a little bit, toughen him up. He's not going to never develop if you're going to keep playing him against rookies. He's, he's This is his third year. You have to throw him out there. You have to. But what are you paying him for? Even if there's a lot of players the Bulls play that, I think don't even deserve playing time, but they get it. They're not contributing anything, but they get it. You know, you still have Tony Bradley, even his one minute that Samanovic don't even get. Throw that man out there. Let him develop. You have to let David Terry, you have to let him develop like you did Idol. You know, just put him out there. See what they got. Even if you, I would, I would love to see them, well, not right now. I don't want to see the Bulls lose any games. But a team like Detroit, sit DeMar, sit uh, Vooch, and sit uh, Zach. And let's see what the hell do you got on your tape. See what, who's going to be the leading scorer from everybody else, from P-Wheel on down. See who you take those three all-stars out. See who's going to be your next score for the future. I would do that for one game. I just want your thoughts on that. That's all. All right. So Brian Washington brings up Marco. Let me first clear this up. Marco's only been in the G League one and a half seasons. He's only been in the NBA one and a half seasons. So I don't know where you got three years from. He hasn't been down there three years. But everything that you say is still valid. I just wanted to clear that up for anyone else that was listening and may not know. Um, but as far as the, the development, here's, here's what I can say. You can develop down in the G League. I do think with Marco's current skill set, He's learned everything he can from the G League. Daylon Terry. I always say Daylon Terry, Anthony Simons. I like to compare that. Danny Green's another player that had to bounce around, and he did most of his development in the G League. So that is what the G League's for. And to Brian, I want to point this out to Brian Wash is that Billy Donovan said it. During the NBA season, rarely do players get to work on specific things. Going down in the G League gets to, allows them to work on specific things. For example, Daylon Terry. He's not going to get to do a lot of the ball handling on this team, even if he was getting minutes. They want to develop him as a ball handler, so he's able to do that down in the G League. Now, again, I want to see Dalen in the NBA. I want to see him eventually get minutes, but I'm just saying that there, if, if there's a plan in place, you can develop through the G Leagues. But with Marco, I don't think that Marco's going to... Like, this is for Marco, who was playing against grown men as a teenager, basically, who's been playing in professional leagues. And even though you said even though you said against rookies, it's more than just rookies in the G League. It's, it's been more than that for a while now. But I do want to say that with Marco and where he's currently at, his age, the age, the, the fact that he played overseas, all those things, I don't really see Marco as a player that's going to get huge development in the G League where he is right now. But apparently he's not playing well enough to crack Billy Donovan's rotation. So it, it leaves the Bulls in an interesting place because, listen, it's easy to say, hey, let's throw him out there. But the, matter, the fact of the matter is if he's not thrown out there and he's given a chance to develop on the skills because he's not going to get a, a bunch of chance to score the ball because he hasn't earned that, right? He hasn't shown that if you can't defend, you don't need to be on the court. That's one thing that we say, and I do think it's maybe Marco's defense that's holding him back, but at the end of the day, you do have to at some point just say, okay, listen, you've been in the G League now. You, you, you're balling in the G League. You, you score Regularly scoring, getting 20 and 10 in the G League regularly. At some point, you, you, there's a cap on what you can learn in the G League. Dalen Terry hasn't reached that yet. 
Marco, I do think that in if he if it gets to the point of him being on the NBA roster and just not able to crack the rotation because he's not good enough, then you just have to admit your loss. He was a second round pick, so I can never say a second round pick can be a bust. But at some point, you just have to recognize that he's probably not going to be for the Chicago Bulls and we not be able to crack that rotation. Again, I do think there is some a play in here where AK doesn't necessarily want to give up on a young player and then have that player go and develop somewhere else. Because I tell you what, even though Popovich is gone after this season, expectedly, if if Marco Simonovich goes to, to the Spurs and gets coached by Greg Popovich, he probably develops in a more meaningful way. So let, let's let's see what that ends up turning into for him. Uh, but I'm not ready to give up on him quite yet. But let's get into the next voicemail for today. This next one's up. This one's from Jamal. What's up, hey? This is your boy Jamal back again. Another voicemail play. I was a little late for the Saturday one, so I'm trying to catch Sunday. Um, couple of games coming up. I know we got the Hawks and the Pacers on the back to back. I will be in the Pacers game, uh, live and in person. So if y'all happen to see me on the screen, you know, hit your boy up and everything like that, even though you have no idea what I look like. <laughs> But no, nah, man, I'm just hoping that we can get back after beating Detroit and everything like that and, and, and also winning against Golden State. I'm hoping that we can get, you know, a good win, a couple of wins moving forward and things like that and, and, and really start to make some ground. But, again, the way this season has been, it, it's kind of tough, man. I I never want to give up on my team because I don't want to ever turn my back on the team that I love and I've invested so much time in. But then there's times where you just kind of look at it and you're kind of like, okay, you know, you take a snake for a snake, you know, and everything like that. And sometimes you have to be under the realization that, you know, what what you see is what you get. So it's, it's going to be tough and real interesting to see how we progress moving forward. We're entering on to the second half of the season. Um, couple of, in a couple of weeks, All-Star break will be here. So it's going to be a real interesting uh, thing moving forward. But we shall see. Again, um, as always, see where and go Bulls. First of all, let me say congrats on you going to the Pacers game. That should be a fun game, even without Tyrese Halliburton. Of course, not as fun, but it should just be an entertaining game to watch. But, you know, you, you're saying this, not giving up, but realizing the team is who they are. That's a great and powerful statement. And I say this in it. You, at some point, you do, right? And as much hope as we hold out. And there is, you know, for all the people saying that the season's over with, it's all too late. It's not. But do at some point it will be right. At some point it just will be what it is, and wherever the season ends up shaking down, that's what it's going to be. And we just have to realize wherever this team is going to sit at once that that moment comes. Right? It sucks that where we are in the team, and even in the earlier episode where I just just you know talk about hey the team as presently constructed, the ceiling is this. Like you do have to come to that realize realization. Now, are there times and seasons where the team could punch above their weight? Absolutely. Especially, you know, Lonzo Ball coming back next season, some energy with the team, even if they kept this exact same team together, could have a 50-win season. But it's like really in the long term uh, of things, like what what are we doing here, right? And yeah, it sucks to do that, especially with a team that you love and you're so passionate about. But you just you got to be realistic, right? We got to be realistic with where this team is. So, you know, shout out to Jamal for leaving that voicemail. Let's get into this last voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, Hayes? This is Shay. You know, I know this may not seem like a logical person to put on your team in a sense, but I was thinking, how would you feel about the Chicago Bulls putting Markeith Morris on the team and bringing him from Brooklyn? Now, I know I probably talked about this in the past on a couple of voice voicemails i don't know but i think that he could possibly help and then too he brings the toughness and what we need of a guy that's been to the playoffs now look 
I know he's not the most jump-out-the-box score stat players that everybody talks about, but, I mean, think about it. He is a veteran, and he's a guy that could shoot the three-ball, three-ball and that you can't leave open. And I feel like he could help us off the bench. And he's tough, and he can play defense. Now, look, I'm not saying that he's the end-all, be-all, but I feel like I just want to know how would you feel about having a veteran like him on the team, especially since he's not, he doesn't have a big contract, and we probably could get, we probably could trade a guy like Tony Bradley for him. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. All right, Shay, Markeith Morris. Now, that isn't a name that I thought I'd hear. And while he does bring some size, 6'9", 245 pounds, Markeith Morris just isn't a good player anymore. Like, I understand, little contract, we could potentially trade Tony Bradley for him. Do I think he'd be more useful than Tony Bradley? Yeah, he's played in 22 games for the Nets so far this season. He's averaged 11 minutes, only three shots per game. He's sitting at a 42% clip, but only uh, scoring four points per game, only getting 2.2 rebounds per game. And he's never been the most amazing rebounder either. The most rebounds he ever averaged in his career uh, were six and a half rebounds. That was all the way back in 2016. He's just not that player anymore. Doesn't score in double digits anymore. So I, I get Markeith Morris being a better back end of the bench player than Tony Bradley for sure, but I'm not necessarily like, I'm not making a mo- a trade for him. Like if he was a, a, a free agent, would you sign him? Yeah, if you need to fill out your bench, but I'm not making a trade or giving up any assets, even swapping like anything that for, for Markeith Morris, I just don't see it. Again, you guys may disagree with me. You can let me know what you think down below. Again, I understand where Shay's at. And theoretically, yeah, he does bring some things and he is a better player back in the bench player than Tony, than Tony Bradley, but I still don't look at Markeith Morris like being a player that really pushes the needle in any meaningful way for the Chicago Bulls. But that's just my thoughts on it. Doesn't hold any more weight than anybody else's. But that's it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 770-773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And... Like I liked in every episode on Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.